welcome to Cyberlera. I'm Shepherd Bridgetown. And I'm Henry Dubois. And we're still friends. So, Henry, um, how are you going today? Oh, I'm very well, actually. Today, I feel rested and ready to take on the challenges that might be appearing later in the day. Nice. What about yourself? Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not too bad. Are you, uh, are you missing me as a housemate yet? Or? Oh, look... From time to time, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess, you know, as, as uh, you said previously, the whole point of this podcast is to hopefully sort of maintain this semblance of a friendship as, you know, um, as we're no longer housemates, hopefully not drift apart. Mm. Um, but yeah, we, you know, we're back again at a, a place that's becoming more and more familiar to us, isn't it? Mm. No, indeed. Indeed. I mean, to, if I'm looking around at our immediate surroundings, lots of things have remained the same. Exactly. Which is... Probably a good thing. Exactly. So, well, what's that saying? Like, the more things change, the more they say the same. Mm. Or is it just like, things are saying the same. So, like, yeah, <laughs> it's just the same. <laughs> so, yeah, it's good, to, it's good to... But one thing we did notice is, <laughs> as we look to our left, there's a veranda. It's, a, I guess, concrete and there are tiles there. And there should be no place to grow anything. But something is growing. Mm. A little weed, which is intriguing. So, oh, where's, it like, where's it coming from? Who knows? But I guess it have to be uprooted. But, you know... It's good that there's some vegetation in a concrete jungle. Mm. Nonetheless, so um, we're just going to tie up a, f- a few loose ends from our, our last podcast. Um, I believe we were talking about all well, music and a, uh, an occasion that was coming up for a couple of good friends of ours. And we mentioned the term RSVP. And that, wrote, uh, that sort of brought about the question, what does RSVP actually mean? And apparently, it comes from the French phrase, and I don't know how to speak French, but do you know how to like, say this? It's ronde s'il vous plaît? Yeah, it's... Um, Is that correct? Répondez, s'il vous plaît. Oh, répondez, s'il vous plaît. There you go. Which mm. means, pr- please reply. So that's mm. what RSVP, RSVP means. Mm. Did you know that? No, I did not. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, interesting. Um, I mean, didn't know it was French. Exactly. But... There you go. I wonder how many people actually know what that stands for. I mean, well, I would assume the French do. Well, yes. Maybe. Potentially. But well, you hope so. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and the question is, I wonder why they... I mean, they must say... I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like, I would, it would also be interesting to know, like, how that made its way into sort of the English language. Hmm. Yeah. And, and us, I wonder if the French use it... I want well exactly because yeah. in English you probably just say reply please or so maybe RP yeah. or <laughs> <then> RSVP exactly <laughs> yeah or you put RIP at the end of your thing. It's like, why please instantly reply <laughs> or reply instantly please yeah well, that's right <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe I should start putting that at, at the end of my messages mm. it's like you know Shepherd Bridge Tower RIP <laughs> <laughs> that will confuse people exactly like, why is this person sending us emails or messages I, that's fine teacher. exactly exactly it's like let's be dead no I just to reply please <laughs> <laughs> so, so the second uh, second question I guess the, the, well, the lot of questions I probably brought up but the second question that I wanted to follow up on was the meaning of the six so we referred to Drake as the six god mm. because he refers to himself as the six god I think or well he has referred to himself as mm. that and apparently popularized the, the phrase the six in reference to um, his, his, his home city of Toronto and um, when questioned as to sort of like the meaning of it, apparently on a Jimmy Fallon's TV show <laughs> in 2016, which is a few years ago, he says that um, it derived from the shared digits of the 416 and 647 telephone area codes and the six municipalities um, 
that amalgamated into the current Toronto city proper. So that was in 1998. Mm. So yeah, apparently Toronto is made out of six municipalities. Mm. And, uh, you know, they're brought together. Lots and of thought has gone into this. Yeah, I mean... Fred Drake. Exactly. So, you know, now it's popularised the, uh, the term, the six to refer to, to, um, to refer to Toronto, which is interesting. Mm. Yeah. Another fun fact, indeed. Exactly. You learn a new thing every, I guess, every, you know, <laughs> every so often. Mm. That's something that we can add to our repertoire. Mm. Um, so yeah, moving on from that, we've come to our business idea section thingy. So yeah, I guess, you know, the last couple of podcasts have discussed the old financial mechanism and, uh, you know, not much has happened since the last time we've, uh, we've discussed in terms of progressive mechanism. I've reached out to a few friends and I guess experts in the, uh, in the in field. The field. I mean, oh, maybe not so much in the field because I don't know what field this is, <laughs> but more like in adjacent, <laughs> potentially related fields. Um, and yeah, sort their opinion on, you know, uh, I guess just their basic thoughts on the mechanism, mm. their, you know, any potential holes. I'm, I'm, really like, I'm honestly sure there must be holes, but I'm like, maybe I'm just too, too close to, too close to the mechanism to see them. But yeah, ha- you know, haven't um, received any responses as of yet. Hmm. So I guess moving forward, I guess the thing that's, you know, I'm thinking about now is just, you know, putting it out into the, into the, into the world, into mm-hmm. the old, uh, Reddit forum and, you know, see what the old Redditors think of it. Hmm. Why Reddit? Well, I guess it's, it's a place where you can get rapid responses. Um, and I think it's a place which is more suited for longer form, I guess, um, uh, pieces, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, are there any other forums you can think of that are suited for sort of potentially long form discussions? Hmm, that's a good question. I'm, I'm the wrong person to ask. Yeah. I don't post in a lot of forums. I guess, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I try, try to keep my thoughts, you know, internal. But um, an, an, another, another, another sort of avenue that came to mind was Medium. Because I think Medium. that does like long form articles, I think. But I'm not sure. Um, I'm 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 not I'm not sure if anyone is allowed to publish. I guess an- another another good thing with um hmm. with Reddit is it's just like anyone. I mean, it's, <laughs> its strength is weakness. <laughs> like anyone can publish, which means you know anyone can, but it also means anyone can publish. So I guess um yeah, I guess you know chuck it on there, um and hopefully get some responses. What are you going to name the thread so that I'll you know if any one of our listeners will be interested in. Contributing their their views. Um, I am not sure. I shall. <laughs> I'll have to get back to you on that one. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, I think I think I've sort of written it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'll have to pick a thread. Sorry, what what's a thread? Yeah, <laughs> as in just like a title. A or title. Yeah. Okay, there you go. So Start a new to... sort of thread where people yeah. talk about this idea of yours. Yeah. So I'll have, I mean, I'll, I'll have to, and I'll, I'll have to look for the appropriate sort of. Um, subreddits to mm. I guess that's another good thing it's like subreddits are or tend to be active and there are a bunch of people who have a similar interest or congregated congregated in a specific area whereas if you just put it on like a random Instagram page or a random Facebook page it's like the vast majority of people won't care mm. so the chances of you know getting some insightful uh, feedback uh, is reduced but then just having a look medium 
is an open platform where readers find dynamic thinking and where expert and undiscovered voices can share their writing on any topic. Mm-hmm. So maybe medium something that I can uh, that I can <laughs> that I can explore. Um, and yeah, so you know, sounds like a good platform where you can put in your idea. I wonder whether different groups of people are on Medium and Reddit. Honestly, I have no idea. So I've I've never I've never actually used. I mean, I think I've I've read some random articles on on Medium, mm. but I've never really, um, or I've never uploaded anything. Nor have I used it. Um, hmm, well, I've never much. heard of it until until now. Yeah. So you know. Apparently, it's easy and free to post your thinking on any topic and connect with millions of readers. So that I mean that that sounds like you know, <laughs> that sounds like something that I'd be interested in. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'll definitely there you go. So I'll definitely explore that. Check mm-hmm. on Reddit too, might as well see how it goes. And um, yeah, yes, hopefully get some some responses and uh, progress from there. I guess. Mm. Well, I, ideally, what would you hope to get out of um, the Reddit posting? Oh, more just like uh, just some some feedback as to whether it's feasible or not. Like mm. you know, look, I think I am not sure if it's truly feasible, but mm. maybe I hope that it is. Just you were because, more sure last time. I mean, yeah, but like I, you know, I, you know, I'm not I'm not a sort of unbiased participant. <laughs> so I've sort of you know sort of created it. So I'm. Uh, yeah, uh, maybe there's a bit of me that would like it to to succeed, but also you know I I would generally like to to get some insight and some other views as to you know what some of the pitfalls might be, mm. um, and then just sort of you know think you know spend some time think think about those because I guess the way I'm thinking about it is like I've sort of got to the end of where I can like I've sort of you know found all the problems that I can found and I think potentially like aim to aim, aim to remedy those. So it'd be interesting to see if there are any like if it is sort of like a perfect mechanism that's great and like mm. then you know where to, where we can go from there. But most likely there's sort of issues with it, and I'd like to just um, identify those and you know think about those and see it and see how um see if there's any way to solve those or if the mechanism sort of dead dead on arrival. Mm. Yeah, just you know. Mm. Now Reddit will be a good forum. Yeah. Um, See what the people's thoughts are. Exactly. Give it to the people. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. I'll, I'll, yeah. Definitely. I'll try Reddit. I'll try Medium as well. Medium and mm. um, yeah. See if there are any other um, sort of sites where you can sort of share your stuff on and and um, yeah, get some get some um, get some feedback. Mm. Yeah, um, indeed, and maybe some of our listeners might have further ideas, and if yeah, they do, exactly. do let us know. Exactly. Now check out. Um, I'll post it on uh, mm. dot com. Uh, we can check it out on that. And, um, yeah, definitely, yeah, let me know your thoughts, feelings. Or not. I mean, exactly. <laughs> by the way, apparently Medium was started by a guy called Evan Clark Williams, who's a co-founder of several technology companies, including Twitter. Oh, yeah. there you go. So... It's a side gig of his old, old yeah, just the old, the old side house, mm. side hustle. <laughs> That's very interesting. Cool. Anyway, speaking of uh, conversation, I mean, so, <laughs> I guess yeah. So this 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 uh, idea has taken up a lot of not well, as it takes up a lot of my internal conversations, mm-hmm. but I do have sort of other conversations with people, especially at the dinner table. Um, yeah. So which brings us to I guess our, our next topic, which is um, dinner table conversations. So in our 
cook. So normally after business, we do our sort of cooking segment. Mm. Mm. And we're going to try and introduce a sort of sub-segment to our cooking segment, um, which is dinner table conversations. Mm. Um, and the conversation which I which wanted to introduce today was about chicken, specifically about how chicken exists in the wild. <laughs> so I guess I've interacted with chicken purely in the domestic context mm. and or in those sort of not alive context when they're cooked. Mm. Um, but I was just wondering... Um, how did how do chickens survive in the wild, and what does a wild chicken look like? Oh, that's a good question, um, which I happen to know the answer to. Yeah. Um, you know, in- interestingly, uh, on on my dad's farm, um, there there are wild chickens that roam free. Um, it, it's sort of a, a pretty thick um, sort of forest, really, mm-hmm. that that he's got, and so. From time to time, well, as I've been told anyway, so this is secondhand information that there, there are wild chicken that roam around and mm. they are bigger than domesticated chicken. How much bigger? Well, I, I, I've actually seen one before. Yeah. Uh, I interacted with one. I've seen one before yeah. uh, in person and I would say they're probably about 20, 30% bigger then a domesticated as in like tall what like the height wise or just yeah height and up? just the height and build as well yeah. they've got they tend to have darker feathers mm-hmm. um as well and um i think from from what i understand they're also more aggressive yeah I, I mean i'd assume so and like when you say aggression as in like do they like peck harder do they have stronger beaks like do they scratch more like what is an aggressive chicken I, they they definitely scratch more mm. and um and from what i've seen is they they tend to roam around very quickly so they tend to run around with great speed all right uh, much quicker than a domesticated chicken and although they can't fly mm. they you know they do have greater capacity for airtime <laughs> <laughs> and taste wise i assume they taste better worse or well, I've never actually tried one. Mm-hmm. Um, although you know, pe- people who have tried one seem to tell me that they are tastier because yeah. they're. I mean, I think they they are leaner because they're obviously more active yeah. than domesticated chickens. And who are they fighting off? Like, who's threatening them? Who are their predators in the wild? I think the in the wild they they're not necessarily fighting off them all. I think the the big one are snakes. Well, yeah. um, snakes. Uh, well, this is in in the tropical region. Mm-hmm. Snakes being the big one. Big ones and um, the other ones—they're not really predators, but they're more maybe in the chicken's mind the pests, uh, elephants um, that seem to roam around in. Boy, on, what? On <laughs> so chicken and elephants. Yeah, chicken and elephants. So um, so and and wild boar. Oh. So the, those those seem to be you know uh, of interest. Well, not so much of interest, but yeah. they seem to be disturbing the peace of chickens. That is true, but like elephants don't eat chicken. No, they don't. But they stomp around, and I think um, chickens get a bit. Defensive scared. I mean, and I'll, scared. I'd be scared. Yeah. Yeah. So like, they run around. And elephants are big. Like, have you seen ele- like when an elephant has walked past a place and they just like destroy trees? Exactly. It's insane. Yeah. They're massive. They they are. I mean, they're, they're intriguing animals, I think. Elephants. Yeah. Uh, they're the ones with like good memories, right? Yeah. They, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and they, they can eat an entire watermelon in one bite. What? Yes. Have you not seen <laughs> videos of those? They literally, they take up and watermelon with the trunk uh-huh. and they put it in the mouth and just one bite and they'll crush the entire watermelon. Jeez. They're very strong chewers. I mean, they're pretty large. Pretty so you would expect them to be um, oh. 
And so, and I've also been told, I mean, we're not talking about chickens, but yeah. we're talking about, on the topic of animals, uh, and on elephants, my, my dad tells me that in the wild, elephants do eat durians with thorns, you know, fruits with thorns, and mm-hmm. uh, the way they eat it is, apparently, they roll them up in, in leaves yeah. to sort of protect them, so when they chew on it, then yeah. they're no longer chewing on the thorns, the thorns. themselves. And anyway. I think that's smart. That's what I've been told. I'm not sure how, how true that is, so yeah. this needs to be fact-checked. Exactly. I mean, exactly. <laughs> or I mean, maybe it's a fable. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, elephants. Elephants are very intriguing. Hmm. And they are, like, exactly large. But, like, they mostly eat, I mean, they are herbivores, right? Hmm, they are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, they're interesting. I mean, to contrast them with chickens, which, you know, mm. which can spend some time in the air, and the elephants just seem can, a bit slow. And... Can they? Can, can chicken spend any time in the air? Oh, the wild ones, uh, as I understand, can. How much air time do they get? Oh, a couple of seconds. Oh, really? <laughs> What's that going to do for you? Actually, that that'll probably be much, like, like that'd be disadvantageous, wouldn't it? Like, what are you going to do for two seconds in the air? Maybe, or, like, uh, I don't know, a short maybe, period of time in the air. Maybe, you know, rather than sort of sprinting from one end to another, you know, you glide for a bit, or yeah. you flap your wings and you spend, you know, a couple of seconds in, on, in air and yeah. you come back down. Yeah, I mean, you know, I feel sorry for chicken. Ch- chicken are like, you know, you know how, like, you know, a queen, like, has multiple kids and then one of them is going to be the king and then, like, the, you know, the last one no one cares about. I feel that's, like, chicken or birds. Because hmm. birds, like... Birds are cool. Birds, like, eels can fly and they do dope stuff. And chicken are just, like, they get eaten. Hmm. So, oh, like, that's true. Yeah. That is true. You know, I was in, I was in the car the other day and I... I we were, <laughs> and I was behind another car. <laughs> and they had the... I mean, I can't remember the exact business name, but it had, some, it had chickens with an S. It's like... Hmm. That's not a thing, is it? No, as in, in chicken. Plural? Yeah, like ch- what's what what's plural for chicken? Oh, chickens. Is it? Is it? I always thought that chicken is like sheep. Oh, no, it's a sheep and sheep. Yeah, fish and fish. I think so. Yeah. Oh, it's a anyway, chicken. Maybe, chickens. Maybe there's another reference check. But like, hmm. I, I'm I'm no sort of you know English scholar. Because the the plural for chicks, well, chick is chicks, right? Yeah, but like, so chicken chickens. Yeah, well, that's I don't good know. One. Anyway, nonetheless. Interesting discussion about uh, chicken, and mm. yeah, I don't know. We'll 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 have to we'll have, we'll have to clarify that sort of, uh, you know, that sort of grammatical query that we have there with regards to chicken vs chickens. Mm. Anyway, nonetheless, we're gonna move over to us. Okay, maybe maybe an even more controversial thing that happened to me during the uh, during the week. We've been playing basketball uh, recently, which I've you know really enjoyed. Mm. Been uh, to sort of a couple of different courts, but I went to one uh, near nearby, and it was locked. Hmm. And on on the uh, like outside the court, it has sort of some you know some opening hours, and said from like seven a.m. to I don't know seven p.m. during the during the week, and then nine a.m. to nine p.m. during the over weekends or whatever. And I went there between those times, <laughs> and for reasons unbeknown to myself, it was locked. And so I just sort of like sat there <laughs> and thought like, I don't know, I'm just, I don't know what I was doing, just sat, sat in the park. And then another person came with their sort of young child and they also found it locked. And I don't know, both of us are just like, mm. what's going on here? Is that? Yes, I was like... Was it an outdoor court? It was an outdoor court, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So and who's locking them up? I don't, I mean, I'm assuming like the local sort of uh, hmm. government is doing that, but like, I'll assume... I mean, you know, one, it's like, it's good to have open air so people can go mm. out and exercise mm. and that kind of stuff. And, like, I can't see any reason for, for restrictions at the moment. Mm. Because, like, in just thinking maybe, 
there's some sort of lingering restrictions from, you know, previous lockdowns or something. But like surely all those should have been, you know, should have been, uh, should have been done at the moment. Mm, you would think so. Yeah. I mean, it's also quite onerous, isn't it? For someone to come in exactly. every single day. To exactly. It's like, <laughs> this isn't, you know, I mean, this isn't near like, I don't know. Well, actually, I don't know where the council office is, but this doesn't seem to be near a council office or something. Someone has to like come down and lock it. Yeah. But maybe that explains it. Maybe someone came down and locked it for like good reason some time ago. And then they just can't bother coming back. Hmm. And I've just maybe. left it locked. Hmm. So, you know, I'm hoping that... um. I'm hoping that uh, the court can be open once more because, um, you know, I'm looking forward to playing basketball in the local area. Because it's another court, but it's like a bit... I mean, it's not that much further away, but, like, it's sort of further away. Mm. <laughs> and I don't want to, you know... I don't want to walk further. But if, if Bush comes to shove, I might have to, um, mm. you know, go the extra mile. It's mm. not probably... It's probably an extra half a mile. Uh, half a mile? Well, that's to, not too to, bad. Uh, to the new car. But you know, nothing under... I was, actually, I was buying another basketball just because... Mm. Well, I don't know. I'll just buy another one. And I noticed that, like, basketball prices can, can sort of um, differ quite a bit. It, it, so in terms of different types of basketball? No, as in, like, yeah. So there are different qualities yeah. of basketball. And obviously the price differs between those. Mm. But, like, there were two basketballs. One which was... Which I ended up buying, which is, like... I bought it in a store that was, like, you know, sort of in a different area and another one where st- like it's you know it's in a an area where shops are quite expensive mm. but I was buying a basketball but I thought like jeez why would I bother paying like double the price for the oh, same wow. basketball well, not double but like it's a bit more for the same basketball and I mm. thought like is that basketball with double L? <laughs> it's, the old, it's the old ball with the double L mm. um, yeah so I was able to get the cheap basketball I thought jeez you know it's quite a hmm Kind of, un- well, maybe not unnecessary, but, like, why is there a price discrepancy? And I was thinking maybe it's because just the location is a difference, but, hmm. yeah, ended up settling for the for the cheaper one. Hmm, interesting. Have they you, must, I mean... Have you been playing much sport recently? Uh, well, in terms of outdoor sport, not really. I mean, mm. I've still retained my indoor cycling activities. Still spin- spinning away. Yes, that we talked about. Just listening to Drake slash Jay-Z <laughs> slash whoever... <laughs> Whoever they're playing, you, you don't really know. Yeah, well, that's that's right. I think um, although interestingly, um, this week I did um attend an uh, a trial, if you like, sort of class where I think it was. I think the idea. I think might it might be available overseas too, but the it's effectively again one of those exercise classes where um you walk into a red room. They call it okay. which is a studio with treadmills and uh, weights, etc. And the room is well, unsurprisingly lit red you know, it's a neon type lights it's quite dark yeah. um, and you spend half your time on the treadmill and the other half you know, doing weights on the ground free weights and resistance bands nice um, that was an interesting class um, run by a, um, a British guy oh. um, sort of came down from London oh, really his name was Leo how long does it last for 50 minutes so so, okay why 50 is it like a 10 minute break where you like drink or something oh not really i mean it's like 25 on the way on 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 the treads and 25 on on the floor break in between no not really i mean they they don't do 25 you know um straight and they they split maybe you do five minutes on the treads and then you come on the floor but yeah but yeah i'm not sure why 50 and is there like a session after that there there is a session after that maybe that's why because like maybe it's just 10 minutes to prepare for the next group 
Yeah, but I'm not sure how much preparation there is. <laughs> really? Because, I mean, I assume they would use the same music tracks for yeah. all the classes that day. That's true. And we're responsible for putting away the weights and cleaning out after ourselves. But I guess like that's what you need because it's like imagine if you're you know if 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 you're from nine to mm. to ten. Sorry, if you're from nine to nine fifty and there's a class starting at ten, mm. you need to like do all that stuff yes. after you've finished. Mm. You know, whatever sweating doing the weights and stuff. Yes. And maybe doing that 10 minutes. So the next class can start at 10. Otherwise, if you go from 9 to 10, which is an hour, mm. then you'll spend 10 minutes, I don't even know, doing the mm. clean-up stuff. Mm. The next class starts a bit later. Anyway. But my, yeah, my point is just 15 minutes. Interesting time. time yeah. Pick. Yeah. I mean, it is interesting. Um, and I guess, you know, when we're on talking about exercise, I uh, talk about exercise classes, you know, spin and whatnot. Mm. There, there was... I think in the news it was um you know you know the um the F forty five sort of workout yeah I think um some someone was trying to claim sort of um copy well they're trying to claim uh, IP rights over the way they run the program I think so F forty five has a TV screen oh, really? where they where they sort of depict what exercises you meant to do during the class yeah but. Um, another company that also does forty five minute workouts um, was saying that you know F forty five can't you know they they can't use this, they can't say that that's what they do and, and yeah and like do they and who won well actually um they they well the F forty five lost because oh, that's that's good to yeah hear. so like, the, yeah. that restores my faith in the uh, legal system that's legal with an L that does restore my faith because like you, I mean it's a t- that's like you haven't done anything new I mean look I don't I, I don't know the law. <laughs> But like, I don't know. My gut tells me you haven't like that. exactly. What have you done that's copyright worthy? I, exactly. I don't know. Like <laughs> exactly. Well, the court agrees with you. It yeah. says you know you can't you know you can't claim IP rights over a screen which basically conducts or transmits data from yeah, a server. It's like, nah, There's dude. nothing there that you exactly. can. But anyway, so, nah. so that's all sport related from the week. Nah, speaking, I mean that's you know <laughs> it's it's rather bizarre that you know the F forty five people would behave in such a way as to think that. Hey, look, this deserves a copyright. But speaking of sort of behavior and stuff, mm. dog behavior. No. Oh. Now you have a puppy. Yes. I a do. small one. Mm-hmm. I guess every puppy's small, but nonetheless, you have a small puppy. Oh, not yet. Not, not so small now. It's growing, growing rapidly. Growing rapidly. Yeah. Probably. Quite, yeah, quite, quite rapidly, indeed. Not so small now. But yes, yeah. I do. Yeah. And you've been observing its behavior. Or like, has behavior caught your attention? Or tell me about this puppy of yours. It has so so for the listeners. I've got a um what what is now a thirteen weeks uh, old, uh, well verging on fourteen weeks old golden retriever, and um, I've been observing her behavior over the past couple of weeks as she's grown up. And I think what I've noticed is you know um well a couple of things. I think first being you know dogs unsurprisingly smell things. They they tend to like to use that that sense mm. um so then i thought to myself well i wonder you know because obviously we spend a lot of time you know seeing things and feeling with our hands and i guess i'm also smelling but for dogs what what is that experience like you know because they are colorblind right dogs are colorblind <laughs> i have very little knowledge mm. of dogs so I, I feel like they are from memory i think they are color dogs are colorblind yeah so they smell so they tend to use more this the sense of smell mm. but so how does that work in their world? I'm like, you know, can you imagine being colorblind but having a really good sense of smell? What would yeah, that be I mean, like? Look, it'd be, it'd be hard. I mean, it'd be, it'd be different. Hmm. But like, maybe it wouldn't be as bad as we think. Because like, maybe, like, 
was thinking like when 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 you think about memories from the past that you know they're sort of quite image based. Mm. But maybe if you had a really strong sense of smell and a slightly reduced sense of um, uh, sort of sight, then your memories would be quite like smell based and like. Mm. I mean, I guess the question is like, would you would you experience a change from one to the other, or would you just like be born with this really good sense of smell but mm. poor eyesight? Because if you don't, if there's no change from one to the other, then it's like no difference. Mm. But if there is a change, I mean, I don't know. Like that would be much more interesting. But I have no idea what the implications of that would be or how I'd really feel, to be honest. Mm. Actually, no, I'd feel bad because then wouldn't you lose the memories that you had because the memories that mm. you had were primarily visual, whereas now you go from having a good sense of vision. To like a poorer sense of vision, mm. whereas like you go from having a a uh, a poor sense of smell to a better sense of smell. Okay, maybe you don't lose the memories, but like mm. there'll just be like a sort of divide between your new memories and old memories, mm. or like whatever. Your point in which the memories that you form will be quite different to the ones that you formed prior to that. Mm. So maybe that like that sort of um, divergence would be rather unsettling. But mm. yeah, I don't know. It'd be it'd be interesting to be like very smell centric as opposed to sight centric mm. i was also thinking i mean for the dog i mean because i'm thinking you know if, if say for example you know i'd have a better sense of smell mm. and you were able to smell someone at the door for example yeah. without being able to see them and also, and also yeah actually reminds me you know when you like you're walking and you see dogs smelling each other mm. like that's like i don't even know that's them i guess they're communicating or they're, mm. or they're doing something they're interacting with each other mm. yeah you know, I thought, yeah, anyway, I thought that was an, an interesting um, aspect. And I think the, the other sort of aspect of dog behavior was, you know, they, you know, well, dogs like some other animals, like cats, for example, have mm. tails and they wag their tails when mm. they're happy. So I'm like, how is that evolutionarily speaking advantageous to them? Because then that gives them away. So they can't lie because if they're happy, they'll wag their tails. Yeah, but maybe dogs can be a bit more deceptive. Like humans, like when we're happy, we smile. But okay. like sometimes we can sort of, hmm. you know, contain that. So I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how much dogs think. <laughs> like maybe, you know, maybe they can be a bit more. Um, they can sort of play some. Uh, you know, think they can sort of play some games with one another mm. and sort of wag their tail when they're not really happy mm, just to fall one around. Mm. Who knows? Like maybe dogs are. Are much more complicated than we humans give them credit for. Mm. But yeah, but I mean, the, the, those two were my um, sort of key yeah. observations yeah. Were of interest. <laughs> That's really interesting. I think we've had a, we've had a very like animals heavy, animal heavy mm, podcast. Have. I think we have, know. haven't we? Talked about chicken. Talked about talked about dogs, elephants. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, maybe we could just like go to the zoo sometime, just to you know, just to just be surrounded by animals and just observe them. But animals are super interesting. I reckon animals mm. are, uh, you know, are. Uh, very interesting to to observe, especially especially in the wild in the natural habitats. It's nice to see them doing their thing, unencumbered mm. by mm. by us good humans. Lots of animal talk today. I mean, we we were before before we started recording. We saw this bird. I mean, that you saw true. the bird. <laughs> that is true. That had quite fluffy chest. It did have a very, very <laughs> it did have a very fluffy chest. And it's back now, perched on the balcony. It is. We'll keep an maybe maybe keep an eye on us. Mm. We shall keep an eye on it. Mm. Uh, nonetheless, anyway, thanks for thanks for listening. Um, we shall see you next time, and hopefully we'll still be friends. I'm um, Sherry Bridgetower. And Henry Dubois.